In today's show, it's Market Watch Monday. What ranks have changed? What ADPs have moved? Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we're available on all platforms. This is Market Watch Monday. Released on a Sunday night. I know some of you will be watching football. That's fine. You can listen to this later on. A couple of housekeeping notes. There will be another show out in about 12 hours from now. My first round draft picks it will be for different formats and how I'm approaching the first round. So that's what that show will be. There will be a mock draft tomorrow. The sign-up details will be on my Twitter account. Not yet. They're not there. They'll be there at some point for a rotisserie 8-category 12-team mock draft on Monday, the 12th of September at 8 p.m. Eastern. That's United States Day and Time. 10 a.m. Tuesday for those of us here on the Australian East Coast. So there will be a Roto 8-cat mock draft on Monday, 8 p.m. Check my Twitter. You'll see a tweet go out at some point in the next 18 hours. Um, to join in. There's myself, uh, Mitch Case is in that draft as well. Alex Raclean is in that draft. There's someone else in that draft as well. I think, um, hmm, let's have a look. Fantasy analysts, let's have a look. I think it's Zach from Roto World. Zach Hanshu is in there as well. So the four of us are in there. There's eight spots left to join in and do a um, to do a mock draft against us there. Now, you've seen me talk about the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Bowl, the 360-team league. That is happening. I will start giving out information of how to join that this week. It will The first lot of information will come out when I do the Atlanta Hawks fantasy team preview. There'll be information in each of the team preview shows. We will have a category league division. We're probably going to have a points league division as well. A lot of teams, a lot of options. And we'll talk about that in that show. So that's when that information is coming out. Um... No other real big news happening in the NBA, I don't think. No big injury news. Franz Wagner did get hurt at Eurobasket. Hope it's not too serious. They think it might be a little bit, but we'll see. Hopefully it doesn't cost him any time to begin the season. No trades or anything have gone down in recent moments. So uh, we're pretty clear for now until the Utah Jazz decide that they want to do something or my dog decides that he wants to do something. All right, so. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) Let's have a look at some changes over on Yahoo. What are their ADP changes? They haven't changed their ranks in the last week. Why would they? It's not like a big trade went down or anything. Why would you bother changing them after a trade went down? It seems kind of intuitive. Anyway, they haven't made any uh, moves to their ranks, but ADPs have adjusted. And it's basically, it's basically all of the guys that were horrendously misranked to begin the season as smart drafters, come in and go, oh, you guys were horribly wrong. Um, we're still going to draft these guys. Now, they're still not in the right spot, but they're all coming up. 
The Delicate Dancer, Alperen Sengun. It's a delicate dance in just 17 steps. He's moved up eight spots. It was always going to happen. He's up to 88 now. He was 140th in the ranks. He's now 69th in the ranks. He is going to move, I think, too far, but it's coming in. Alec Burks, for God knows what reason, his ADP has jumped up eight spots to 127. That one makes no sense. Um, Franz Wagner has moved up. Eight spots to number 100. Now, he was ranked in the 260s. Of course, it made no sense. He's been ranked again in a better spot now, so it's coming together. Same with Herb Jones, who was in the 260s. He's moved up seven spots to 105. Jalen Smith was too low. He's moved up six spots to 109. Still, that's 109 is too low. Um, Isaiah Jackson's moved up six spots to 102. That's a tough one, isn't it? Because it's just all about Miles Turner, really, and where he sits. Because if Turner goes, then Jackson's like a top 60 player. If Turner stays, then he's not a top 100 player. So it's trying to balance that risk. I don't mind him at that area. Vassell's moved up six spots to 101. His ranking came into like 94. That's still not high enough. There's still value there in him. And Keldon Johnson's come in five spots to number 84. Still not high enough for Keldon either. So the adjustments are coming. Shingun, Wagner, Jones, Smith, Jackson, Vassell, Johnson. Not so much Burks, actually. Probably not going to do it much this season, but Alec Burks. Alec Berg. Um, all those guys coming in. They haven't come in far enough yet. Maybe Jackson, you could say at 102 is about right, but there's a little bit more value in that. But there's, yeah, if you're picking Johnson at 84, Vassell at 101, Jalen Smith at 109, Herb Jones at 105. Well, Herb Jones at 105 is about right as well. Um, Wagner at 100 or Shingun at 88, you're still getting a lot of value with all of those guys. So they're all of the guys who have risen in their ADPs on Yahoo over the last week. In terms of guys that have dropped, well, it's the two guys that I'm just not going to touch. Lonzo Ball's down nine spots to 81. Wouldn't draft him in the top 100. Jaron Jackson's down nine spots to 67. He was originally ranked at like 45, which of course made no sense. And people are starting to fall away on him. I wouldn't pick either of those guys in the top 100. And Bogdan Bogdanovich, another player who's likely to enter the season injured with a knee injury. He's fallen down seven spots to 116. I don't mind him at 116. It's late enough. Probably more in the 130s I would pick him, but I'm a little worried about the knee injury. Karis Levert's dropped down six spots with the trade of Donovan Mitchell to Cleveland. I'm not even sure Levert's anything more than a last-round player. So 122s, while it's okay, I'm not loving it. Brogdon was too highly ranked initially. He's dropped down six spots to 88. I wouldn't take Malcolm Brogdon at 88. Yes, the injury to Danilo Gallinari does help Brogdon somewhat because it pushes Tatum up to the four, Brown up to the three a little bit more because you just don't have as much reliability in terms of backup fours unless you want to you know, count on Sam Hauser in that role. Yes, there's Grant Williams, but that's another option there. Like It's, it's one fewer option without Gallinari. So it helps Brogdon somewhat. Wouldn't pick him at 88. Mike Conley's down, uh, moved down five spots to 120. I think that's value there. I don't know what the season holds for Conley. I don't think the Jazz are just going to sit him and not play him. He could get traded. Maybe it's to a worse situation, but at 120, you're doing all right. I also think the fact that Gordon Haywood's moving downwards is a real positive. I love getting Haywood in round 11 or round 10. He's moved down five spots to 106. He got, he got, I don't know why I said that. He's got top 70 upside on a per game basis. Shit, maybe even top 50 with the absence of Miles Bridges. Of course, we can't trust him to stay healthy at his age and he did struggle, but his usage should jump way back up. And if I'm taking a flyer on a guy that late, yeah, absolutely. I love it. And Brook Lopez has moved down five spots to 112. That's fine. I think he's in about probably the right area of the draft there at number 112. In terms of the guys that I've adjusted, 
in my projections this week. Should we go on and do that? No, maybe we won't do that just yet. We'll, we'll get to that in just a second before we do that, though. It's time for me to tell you about Bet Online, your number one source for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this week's opening games. Did your team win in the NFL? Mine did. Dolphins, big ones over the Patriots. I think that's four in a row against the Patriots for the Dolphins. Let's go. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And you want odds for tomorrow night's Monday night football game between the Broncos and the Seahawks. They've got them. The Broncos are six and a half point favorites against whatever the Seahawks are trotting out there. So if you want to check all of that information, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest place to get it. But it's not just football. You've got Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, golf as well. So head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Speaking of starting, starting on September the 19th, we get to find out who the most valuable players are, the top 50 players in the NBA. Is it Steph? Is it KD? LeBron? Giannis? Jokic? Who is the most valuable NBA player this season? Locked on and bet online. Present the NBA top 50 most valuable players starting on September 19th. Find it on Locked On NBA, wherever you get your podcasts and on the old YouTubes. Okay, let's look at the changes that I did make to my rankings this week. And some of them are due to just changes in other players. Some of them are changes to these individuals. I bumped Zion down three spots. And again, I say I bumped him down. That's not how I do rankings or projections. I don't have a list and go, I'll slot this guy here and this guy here. But I did tweak some Pelicans projections and it moved Zion down three spots. I actually moved Shengun down 10 spots. We're seeing his ADP push up because it was way too low to begin with. But I've actually dropped him down a little bit. I've just... I dropped his usage and block rate down somewhat, playing in a starter's role with the minutes going up. I think maybe the block rate falls away. So that's what I was a little bit concerned about. So I did drop him down. He ended up falling 10 spots. Brunson moved up four spots. I just bumped his assist rate a little bit. Um, Maxi moved down four spots. I don't actually recall doing anything to Tyrese Maxi's numbers. So it's probably just a function of other guys around. I moved Trey Jones up quite a bit because I bumped his minutes. I gave him an extra couple of minutes. He moved up 25 spots. So that's a big jump. So he becomes more interesting for me as a later round guy. I moved Tobias Harris. Well, I know what the maxi thing is. I moved Tobias Harris, the thick hogsman, down by six spots. Um, I think I am a TH. T to the H. Yeah, TH for life. Again, let me rephrase. I adjusted projections on the sixes and Harris moved down six spots because Montrez Harrell signed there. Now, I don't think that Harrell is going to be a player who is going to have any fantasy value, but compared to Paul Reed or Charles Bassey, those 15 minutes that Harold plays, he is going to take a lot more shots. And there will be times when Maxi is out there with Harold. There'll be times when Harris is out there with Harold, where you just lose maybe half a shot or a shot because Harold is going to get lots of uh, shooting opportunities in comparison to what was there before. So all it takes is that little, you know, you lose 0.4 field goal attempts per game and you can drop four or five spots in the rankings pretty quickly. So that's what it is. And you'll see De'Anthony Melton, the wave pool, also moved down four spots because a lot of these Sixers guys just got squeezed marginally just to add the usage chain from what Harold's usage is into the rotation versus Reed or Bassey's usage. Everyone just drops down that tiny little bit to allow Harold to bump up. And that caused you know, a change. It's not a big change. It's like less than half a round. So you're not really doing anything in terms of where they're drafted, but that's the adjustment there. Also moved Ben Matherin. 
Humpty Dumpty. He moved up to 16 spots. I just got a little bit more confident in his minutes. I still don't think he's anything more than a scoring player with threes, and it's going to be really rough early on, I believe, with his efficiency. But I gave him a little bit of an extra bump in his playing time, and that enabled his ranking to jump up. ESPN, they have not adjusted their rankings. Not at all. Not once since they put them out and still haven't included rookies in them because, I, I don't know. I, okay, aside, before I shit on ESPN too much, um, got two, NBA 2K23 yesterday, and I'm playing, doing some My Team stuff, because I'm waiting for some rosters to be updated to start a, uh, uh, what's it called, a, my, a franchise, what's it called, My NBA. Playing some My Team. Why are only some rookies in the game? I played against the Magic in that domination mode, and Polo wasn't on the mag- Magic roster. Like, okay, they don't have rookies there. Then I played against the Wizards, and who, who do I see but old mate Johnny Davis, Cobra Kai, running down the lane and, and jamming on me. So why is Johnny Davis in the game, but Polo is not? I, I, I don't know. Anyway, cool. Completely irrelevant aside. Let's talk about ESPN's ADP changes. They only really had three major-ish sort of ones. They're not massive, but they reflect the trade. Colin Sexton moved up four spots to 87. I think that's probably still too low, 87. Looking at the 70 mark. And Larry Markin moved up two spots to 123. Significantly low. That's like 50 spots too low. I think Markinen's a you know, top 75, maybe top 70 player now with the way that roster looks. So they moved up. And inexplicably, Paolo Bonquero, who was ranked 160 or did have an ADP of 116, has moved down four spots to 120. Now, again, he's not in their ranks. I don't know why. 120 is insane. He should be going at around the 80 mark. 120 is ridiculous. And I don't know why it would have moved in the wrong direction. Now, finally, Fantrax updated their ADPs. They hadn't updated them all season and there were some crazy ones. There still are some absolutely insane ADPs, which make no sense. But I'm going to go through some of the biggest changes that I saw. Kawhi Leonard, who for some reason had an ADP of 258, has moved up. 233 spots to have an ADP of 25. That makes complete sense. Thank you for fixing that. The problem I then have is that why did Kavon Looney have an ADP rise of 93? Why is he now getting picked at pick 58? Surely there's no one that insane that's picking Kavon Looney at 58, let alone on average being picked at 58. That makes no sense. TJ Warren moved up 80 spots to 160. I don't mind him at 160. Um, although I just I just don't know what to expect from him. The wild thing, Jay Sean Tate. Even the wild thing's gone. He moved up 61 spots to 99. Under no circumstance am I drafting Jay Sean Tate at 99. What a waste. Malik Monk moved up 58 spots to 107. Definitely not taking him there. Ivan Fournier moved up 46 spots to 118. Not taking him there. Alex Caruso moved up 45 spots to 112. Maybe. Although I don't, we just don't know who's going to start. Is it going to be him or Dragic or Dasunmu with ball out? Um, I don't mind Caruso as a late round pick. I probably wouldn't go at 112. And then again, inexplicably, Duncan Robinson. He's now getting picked at 125, a 39-spot rise. So I like the fact that finally they adjusted that Kawhi Leonard ADP and you know, took that data into account. Most of these other things, what are people doing? What, what, are, we, what are you drafting? Looney at 58? What? The, what? Why? What? What, 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 what? what are we doing with any of those? And then I go into the list of guys whose rankings have dropped. Why is the headmaster dropped down 81 spots in ADP? Who's picking Jamal Murray at 144? People with no brains, pretty clearly. 144? What? Yusuf Nurkic, he dropped down as well. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Down to 85. That's not too bad. 
Actually, that's that's about fair. DeAndre Hunter moved down 22 spots to 173. Correct. I would not draft him in 12-team leagues. Miles Turner dropped down 20 spots to 67 with the uncertainty. Understandable. Malik Beasley went down 20 spots. He's at 168 now. Okay. Hard to know where he fits with Utah. Shingun moved down 19 spots to 79. All right, so Yahoo's bumping him up in ADP. Fantrax people are falling off him. I fell off him in my projections a little bit. I don't even know what's right anymore with him. I think 79 is not bad. I don't know why Cade Cunningham's ADP would have slipped 16 spots to 45. That is significantly too low for me. I think Cade, and we'll talk about this in my show later on today or tomorrow morning for you guys. Um, I think a second round finish for Cade is a huge possibility. And the Baptist, Johnny Collins. He fell down 15 spots as well. Okay, that's fine. Collins has very limited upside, but he's just rock solid in that middle range area, which sometimes you want a bit of upside. Sometimes you want to take safeness, and Collins is the safe guy there. But dropping down 15 spots is a little weird to see him fall down that much. Um, And I reckon that'll just about do it. Market Watch is usually a, a quick show, especially when Yahoo doesn't change their ranks. ESPN doesn't change their ranks. But when we get rolling and these ranks are changing more regularly and we get bigger swings in ADP, we'll have more information to discuss on this show. There will be, again, another show coming today, which is going to be, what would I do in the first round? And I think it's going to be controversial. Not deliberately. I just put my numbers together and went, oh, I don't don't know how people are going to respond to this, but we'll see. I'll reason out what I'm thinking with these picks and we'll go through it and you'll rip me to shreds, I am sure. Anyway. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, thumb it up, straight up the middle, leave your comments. Guys, we are done here. Locked on Fantasy Bars, where bowl is coming. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.